This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. New York Times bestselling author Tana French is that rare breed of writer who creates great excitement with the publication of each of her crime novels. Her eighth novel and second standalone is called The Searcher, and it's already become a standout and a critic favorite. Her novels have sold over 3 million copies and won numerous awards, including the Edgar, Anthony McCavity, and Barry Awards, the Los Angeles Times Award for Best Mystery Thriller, and the Irish Book Award for Crime Fiction. Her first novel to feature an American protagonist and to be told in the third person. I'm happy to have Tana French back on. Speaking of writers, welcome to this program, Tana. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me back. How is The Searcher different from your previous books, and what did you want to accomplish with this book? Uh, well, when I started thinking about this book, I've been reading a lot of Westerns, and I started thinking, okay, these settings have a lot of resonances with the West of Ireland. There's that harsh country that demands a lot of toughness from people, and there's that sense of somewhere that's so distant from the centers of power that the people living there feel like they have to very much establish their own rules and enforce them themselves. And I started thinking, how would some Western tropes do in the West of Ireland? So I was thinking a lot about the stranger in town, right? The guy who rolls into the saloon with a few secrets and kind of he disrupts the established order. Everything changes around him. And that meant Ireland being what it is. I had to have an, a protagonist who wasn't Irish because Ireland's small. Everyone might not know anyone, everyone, but they know someone who knows everyone. So if the protagonist's Irish and he wanders into this small village, he's going to, like, maybe he went out with a girl from there, or his dad plays poker with someone from there, and in no time flat, the village would know that connection and would have placed him. So if I wanted this outsider, this kind of stranger who comes into town and acts as a catalyst and a disruptor, he had to be from another country. So that landed me with an American protagonist, which was something I hadn't ever done before. And a rural setting was something I hadn't done before. And then because Westerns are about people who are all about action, I couldn't write first person, which is what I've always done, because it's not about the character's thoughts and feelings so much. I've got a protagonist here, Cal. He doesn't think your thoughts and feelings are what define you. He's more about the actions. The actions are what matter. And that means taking that step back and being in the third person, where the focus is on what he does rather than what he thinks and feels. So kind of right from the get-go, I was writing a book that was very different in tone and in structure from anything I'd tried before. Tana French is my guest here on Speaking of Writers. The book is The Searcher. So what made Cal wipe the slate clean in Chicago and move to Ireland? Ah, well, Cal, you know, being kind of a riff on Western characters, he's very much into the idea of morality, of what's right and wrong. And Westerns tend to be, they tend to be deeply involved with this idea and with the complexity of morality. With, you know, people are trying to do right in situations where that's not an option and mostly good people sometimes do bad things and it's hard to cope with. And so that's one of the elements that's central to Cal's character. And between the way his marriage ended and the way his career ended, he's been left feeling like somehow he's lost touch with his moral code. He's always tried to be a good man but he's not sure anymore that he counts as one. He's not sure anymore what constitutes being a good man, which always felt simple to him before. You know, you treat people right, you get stuff done, and you're doing fine. But somehow it's become more complicated than that. And he figures if he can get thousands of miles away from any of those complications to this peaceful little village where he isn't a cop anymore, he isn't a husband, he isn't a father, right and wrong will be simpler. 
you know, hey, the retired gunslinger always gets dragged out for one last mission. And in his case, there is this kid hanging around who demands that Cal investigate what happened to his missing 19-year-old brother. Nobody else seems to care. The kid needs Cal to investigate, and there he is, dragged out of retirement for that one last mission. Tana, for the first time, you've written in the third person. What was that like? What are the challenges of writing in the third person? Well, in some ways, it's quite liberating because you're not tied so much to what's going on inside your character's head. If you're writing first person, one of the obligations is to give the reader a clear sense of what the character is thinking and feeling. You can't be too uh, secretive or too deceptive about that. You've got to be upfront about what's going on inside them. But if you're writing third person, much more of that has to come through what the character does. You have to leave it to the reader to infer from the fact that he, you know, hurries out of a shop or that rather than doing this thing, he does the other thing. You get to leave the reader to infer a bit more about what might be going on in his mind, or you get to hold back a little bit more on it. So that's a whole different set of parameters that you've set up. For the challenges, it actually came much more naturally for this book because of the character. I tend to let the character define the structure of the book. And for Cal, because he doesn't consider thoughts and feelings that important, that intimacy of first person would have just felt all wrong and out of place and uh, forced. Whereas third person, that very action-based, clear way of describing the action and, you know, his, his process felt much more natural. Tana French is my guest here on the Speaking of Writers podcast. Uh, the book is The Searcher. Tana, did you always know that you were a good storyteller? <laughs> That's an interesting one. I kind of always thought of myself that way, whether I was or not. It's, you know, up for grabs. But I grew up in a house that was absolutely full of books. I was being read to from very early on. And I was telling and writing stories from very early on. And my parents, much gratitude to them, always took that very, very seriously. And they'd read the stories, listen to the stories, and my dad would... Um, edit them very, very seriously, asking, you know, do you think you might need a new paragraph there, or do you think um, it's clear why this character did that? And this is someone I was a little kid, you know, seven or eight. He was taking them that seriously. So I always thought of myself as someone who told stories and as someone who needed to keep getting better at that. Do you always know in advance the motives of your main character? <laughs> no, I don't know anything in advance. I am kind of in awe of those writers who go in with a plan, an outline, they know exactly where this story is going to go, because they know there's a book there. They know that at the end, all of these subplots will tie together into something, and all these characters will do useful things. Whereas I start off with, I've just got a very strong sense of the main character, I've got a core location, and I've got a very basic premise. And then I just sort of jump right in and hope there's a book in there somewhere. Which means that... I have to, it, I think it's because for me, plot stems out of character. So in order to get a sense of what the plot's going to be like, I have to write the characters for a while to figure out exactly what you were asking about. What are their motivations? What, what would they do and why? What are their priorities? What are the objectives that are going to guide them and, and direct them through this action? Which makes for a lot of rewriting because you get to chapter eight, get to know this character a little bit better, and then you go, ah, dang it, I have to rewrite all of chapters two and three, because I never realized he'd do that. But it's the only way that works for me, so I'm going to keep on kind of feeling my way through. Tana, what moves you most in a work of literature? 
that's another interesting one. I think it's going to come down to character again. It's when you feel so intimately connected to a character that you've been seeing the whole world of this book through the lens of that character, and you feel like you know this person better than you know your best friend. And then when you see their world shift in ways that are the most difficult for them, that might not be for another person, but that for this character, you see a shift in the world that is, is devastating for them. That I find heartbreaking. But also beautiful writing. I'm a sucker for exquisite writing. Anything that is written with real attention to the perfect word and the perfect rhythm of the sentence moves me immensely. Like one of the, one of the passages that can kind of have me tearing up every time is towards the end of Watership Down, right at the end. There's this paragraph that's absolutely exquisitely written and it gets me every time just because it's so perfect. And finally, are you hard at work on another novel? And if so, can you give us a sneak peek into what it's about? Oh, I'm not even far on enough for that. I think, like everybody else, my head's melted right now, you know? I don't have very much bandwidth because we're all just trying to deal with the day-to-day -day and work out how we're supposed to be handling the middle of a global pandemic, you know? Yes. Uh, and yes. I'm realizing that it takes a lot of bandwidth to get a book up and running. So I've got an idea, but I haven't had the space or the the, the space in my subconscious, I think, more than anything, to turn it from an idea into something that I can start turning into a book. So I'll get there in the end, but it might take a little longer than usual. Tana French, her book out now is The Searcher. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me on. And this is Speaking of Writers.